You're listening to The Confidence Podcast, your one-stop shop for motivation, inspiration, and confidence to help you boldly and bravely take action on your dreams. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, and I teach entrepreneurs and dream chasers to take action on the dream God put on their hearts. I empower go-getters to get past their stubborn insecurities so they can crush their goals, outgrow their fears, and create prosperity in their businesses and lives. It's time to rise and shine. Let's dive deep. Hey, y'all. It's Trish, your host of The Confidence Podcast. You are listening to episode number 283. I'm really excited to be spending some time with you. I want to just thank you, you guys, from the bottom of my heart. I recently found out that this show is in the top 7% of all shows on iTunes. And I want to ask you for a favor. Will you help me get to the top 5%? Will you help this community grow? How? You be, you might be thinking, well, Trish, how? Like, and By the way, you don't have to pay a dime. All that you need to do is make sure you hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. Hit that subscribe, tell a friend, and then write a review on iTunes. It takes less than one minute, and it what it does is it really helps the show be found by more people, which is how we grow. It's how more people get invited in and encouraged to really become the best version of themselves possible. So thank you in advance for that, you guys. Thank you for being loyal and faithful listeners. And if, if you're new to the show, I'm sending you a huge virtual hug and high five. I'm so glad that you're here. What we're talking about today is a topic that is one of my most popular topics. So I thought I'd recycle the content, not the content, the topic, and we're going to go deeper into the content in ways I've not done before. So I hear over and over again a request for, for help and coaching on how to stop caring what other people think. And so that's what this is. We're talking today about how to be free from caring what other people think. And you guys, this is obviously way easier said than done, but hopefully you're going to walk away some really powerful strategies from our, our coaching session today. So if you don't yet have a notepad, I would suggest that you, you have a notepad. If you're, if you're driving, don't worry. If you're on the treadmill, don't worry. That's why I put show notes together. You can always find my show notes at trishblackwell.com forward slash 283. So more specifically, in this episode of the, Co- the Confidence Podcast, we are talking about 10 ways to care less about what other people think of you. That, I love this list. I hope you go back. I hope you write it down. I hope you listen to the show twice. I hope you put these 10 ways as a reminder in your planner so that you see it. Because this isn't something that's a one and done. It's like brushing your teeth. Confidence of all types, confidence, joy, a, a life worth telling a story about is a daily decision. So let's stop beating ourselves up for not just mastering this because chances are um, you might be a perfectionist or you might just expect quick results. And that's just not how this works. So chill, be chill, be chill, be, be proud of yourself for progress. And, and it's a process. It's not about perfection. It's a journey, not a destination. So we're going to talk about these 10 ways and I don't expect you to master them, but I do hope that you can look at these 10 ways to, to start caring less about what other people think of you and, and activate them throughout your week and the coming weeks to come. And I would be really excited to hear what a difference it makes. Um, we're also talking about the power behind being you. So that's one of the secrets to not caring what people think. But then, okay, that leads me to the next thing that we're going to be diving in today is how do we actually figure out how to be ourselves, right? So often we've lived lives following other people's expectations, doing what they thought we needed to do. And it's really, it's, it's really tough to know who you are if you've been pretending or playing or just conforming to what you thought you were supposed to do or be. And so it's a pretty exciting process to allow yourself to get to know yourself. 
And so, I'd, by the way, it doesn't matter how old you are. You might be 15, 25, or 65. You, it's never too late to figure out who you are so that you can start being who you are. And when you can start being who you are, you will be infused with so much more confidence that we, you truly are going to find freedom from caring about what other people think. Uh, before we dive into the show, of course, I have a quick sponsorship note. This podcast is brought to you by my partnership with Beauty Hunter. And I, I just want to tell you this. You are beautiful and you're mindful about your health and wellness in so many areas of your life already, right? I mean, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to a show like this. You like working out, you pay attention to what you eat. So isn't it time that you consider the importance of the ingredients in the process that you use for personal care and cosmetics too? That's why I'm obsessed with Beauty Hunter. Beauty Hunter has the strictest standards of safety in the industry and it's a company for good that does good. I know that this was a missing part of my health and now I've got a complete a complete pie of wellness between my workout, eating clean, my, my family's activities, and the fact that we are mindful of our toxic um, exposure and we minimize our, our impact of chemicals and using products like safe products with Beauty Counter. You can get your own Beauty Counter products at beautycounter.com forward slash Trish Blackwell. Or if you've been looking for a way to make an income and an impact at the same time, then you might just have found what you're looking for with Beauty Counter. Message me and let's chat about how I could personally mentor you to grow a Beauty Counter business of your own. Okay, let's dive into our list of 10 ways that you can really start proactively caring less about what other people think of you. And I, I say proactively because it's a choice. This isn't just something in your mindset that all of a sudden you find this freedom from worrying about other people's opinions or judgments or comparisons. It, I wish it was a magic pill I could give you. That would be so beautifully simple, wouldn't it? But it, this is a, it's a skill set. It's a training of any type. In the same way that we train our muscles to get stronger, we're training our mind to think differently and to be stronger in the ways that we want it to be. So the first way to care less is to learn to value what's important to you. You've got to ask yourself, what's important to you? It's come up a lot in the College of Confidence and in my coaching recently about um, how to move forward with a goal when somebody that you love doesn't really understand it or care about it and how to get past worrying about what they think of you. And the, it, it made me come to think about the fact that a lot of us are held back because what we value is important to us and then we get our feelings hurt that it might not be as important to somebody else in our life that's close to us or who, whose opinion we value. Or we might just be craving affirmation on all fronts and it can feel isolating when someone doesn't understand why something's important to you or why you're going after something, which then causes you to shrink back and kind of go like, you know, just a little gentler towards it. So, you know, I, I, think, I think the most free, the way to get freedom from that is to, is to just know what's important to you and trust that that is enough. Trust that that matters. And furthermore, when it's important to you and you stay consistent and you stay committed, the people that are close to you, that are important to you, even if it wasn't important to them at first, they will then see that it is important to them because you are important to them. I think sometimes the bystanders in our life kind of wait to see if we're really committed before they say they give us our full, so there's full support. So we can't wait for their full support in order to move forward, right? So I, I you may not ever get their support. You might actually get their criticism. You know, I, I have a client who wrote a book and uh, their 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 family didn't like that they were talking about some of their past. I have a client that launched a podcast. Same thing. But that that's that's about them. If you have a calling in your heart to speak about something, you've got to let go of being able to please everyone. And you do that by knowing what matters to you, showing up for what you're passionate about, 
should usually will be a really great compass and a place to start. The second way to care less about what other people think is to simplify your thinking. Now, another way to say this is to know when you're overthinking. I, oh my gosh, you guys, the stories we tell ourselves, the, the movies that we play in our mind about what somebody may or may not be thinking about us is ridiculous. And a great example is an example of the gym. You know, when I used to work, I, I spent 10 years in the fitness industry at a large facility and I would, I would speak with um, gym members all the time and, and they would tell me how intimidated they were to start working out because they were so afraid of what people might think when they saw them in the gym and they were worried that they were doing things wrong and that people would judge them on being overweight. And so that was why that took them maybe 90 days to even get into the gym after they joined and had a membership. And what I had to explain to them is the same thing. It's just a great, sorry, it's not it's just just an example and you gotta you gotta make this relate for whatever area of your life that you know you overthink but the the movies that you play in your mind about what people think about you really are not happening so with this gym example I can tell you for a fact that most people 99% of the people that are in the gym are thinking about themselves they are not thinking about you they are not judging you they are not laughing at you behind your back because you don't know how to use that dumbbell they are if anything they think about you, they say, good for you. You're here too. Me too. Hey, we made it. There's a camaraderie. There's a, there's a, a companionship. There's a celebration. There's, there's not as much judgment as you think there is. In fact, they're probably worrying about what you're thinking about them. If their clothes are too tight or if their hair looks stupid. Or this, it's the crazy train, you guys. And that's what we all get on when we allow ourselves to overthink. So, don't, so one way to let go of caring what people think about you is to realize that you're overcomplicating it. You're overthinking what they may or may not be thinking. They're probably not thinking about you. They're worried about them. So simplify your thinking when you find yourself getting into that, that, that spiral of thought patterns. The third way to care less about what people think of you is to get the right tribe. Surround yourself with good people. There are... It can be really exhausting to be around toxic people, and there are certain people in our lives we can choose, and we can, and we can, and certain people we can't. So if you're in a work environment and you can't eliminate them from your life, you certainly can put boundaries and walk away from conversations. Um, but then you can get the right tribe about choosing the people you do want to have in your life, and those would be go-getters, dreamers, people who are growing and obsessed with growth and learning and becoming better. The way whatever you want to be like. Be around the people that also want to be like that. You will push one another and grow together and thrive. That doesn't mean you're exclusive to other people, but we become most like the five people we spend the most time with. So it's important that you handpick those people. You know, one way I do that is get in, I'm in masterminds. Another way you, you could do that, come, come join my College of Confidence. This is the last month of 2018 that we are opening the doors. We're closing the doors until 2019. So if you know you want a, a community, you know you want to get around the right track, but you don't know where to start, I got an answer for you. College of Confidence right there. You just, you can find it at trishblackwell.com forward slash college. And again, we're not taking new members after September 30th. So join come now come surround yourself with good people number four stop apologizing you want to care less about what people think of you stop apologizing for yourself stop apologizing for your thoughts stop apologizing for having a voice for having an opinion for having a preference for having needs for having the need to have space for having an, a, a, an idea for having a schedule there are so many ways we we tiptoe around and we, we we coddle people and we we want to not be in the way it's so funny we want to we want to be 
special, but we also want to blend in, right? But I know what doesn't help is apologizing for yourself when it's not necessary. So if you if you wrong somebody, absolutely apologize. But there's a there's an over apologizing that is it's detrimental. And what it does is it tells you that you're not enough. And again, we're going to dive and expand upon this when we talk today about how to be you. But being you means being unapologetically yourself. Now that doesn't mean not apologizing, but being yourself without apologizing for who you are. Now, there, the who you are is different than how you are. So there are some things about how I am that I'm working on. I'm working on my patience. So when my pa- impatience flares up, I'm going to apologize for that. But I'm not apologizing for who I am, right? For who God made me to be. Number five, the fifth way to care less about what people think of you is to remember that nobody really cares. And again, it goes back to what we talked about, simplifying your thinking. And I've done a whole podcast episode on this um, previously, a couple years ago, actually, about how to let go of what people think. And the reality is that no one cares. People care. People are so wrapped up in their own, their own thoughts, their own movies in their minds, their own fears, their own fear of judgment, their own insecurities, that they really truly are thinking about you less than you think they are. And if they do think about you, it's in a passing fleeting thought that they probably don't even remember. And furthermore, if they really do care and there's somebody that's gossiping and spreading things, that's a small minded person who you don't even need to have mental space for in your life. That those are people that when they're ready to grow, they will move out of that. But we don't need to spend our emotional energy worrying about people who are so petty that they're going to talk about other people in their spare time. Number six, you cannot please everyone. So stop wasting your energy trying. This one was so hard for me and it still is hard for me, but you can't please everyone. And even down to, it's funny, we create these expectations of pleasing people that those people don't even have of us. And for me, a good example of that has been in my marriage. You know, I, for, I've, Sometimes when I get overwhelmed or stressed out, I try to do too much. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. And what happens is that I then set all these expectations of how I want to be this great wife and great house, house, housewife and great mom and great mompreneur and all. And then inevitably something happens and I, I drop the ball, right? Um, the house doesn't get vacuumed for a week. The laundry just piles up and I feel overwhelmed. Um, and what, I don't know, I, I, we do takeout dinner two nights in a row and, I break. I start crying. Like I tell Brandon, I'm like, I just can't do it. And meanwhile, during all that time, he has been saying, do you want to fold laundry together? Do you want me to pick up dinner? Do you, he doesn't care the house hasn't been vacuumed. I mean, he will vacuum it on the weekend with me. There's no judgment coming from him. But in my mind, I have been having this subconscious self-talk for three days of saying, I'm failing Brandon. He thinks I'm a, you know, I'm, we've got a pigsty. Like, you know, we blow it out for proportions. My house is a pigsty. The kids are, you know, making tornadoes in the house with all their toys. It's, it, it, and, and thinking, oh my gosh, he's so disappointed. And he legitimately would be like, I, why are you putting this yourself up to pleasing me about things I don't really care about? And furthermore, stop being a hero. Stop wasting your energy trying to do it all on your own and ask for help. So not only can you not please everyone, but sometimes we create these expectations of pleasing and having standards that really are truly unnecessary. And I think that the key to this is communication. Communication with yourself and sometimes saying, this is just okay. It's okay to be okay, right? It's okay that this is what I can do. I'm doing my best today and my best has been excellent. And that's enough, right? That's enough. And then communicating with the people around you who maybe you're setting up expectations for yourself that were higher than you should that 
only a robot could do, right? I, I think there, we have to humanize ourselves and our expectations some. Now that doesn't mean don't be your best, don't do your best, but be human and, and be okay with that. Number seven, practice putting yourself out there and being your true self. And we're going to talk about that more in depth, so I'm not going to spend too much time on that right now. But practicing being yourself and putting yourself out there is is tough and it's scary and it's vulnerable. But you know how I learned how to care less about what people think? is I dug deep into why I wanted to show up in this world, who I wanted to help. I wanted to help people love their bodies more. I wanted to help people uh, be free from perfectionism. I wanted to help people overcome the eating disorder that was making them feel miserable on the inside and stuck and imprisoned and crazy. I wanted to help people who were like me. And I remember feeling so hopeless. And I knew that if I could deliver hope to somebody, that even if I felt embarrassed along the way, that helping one person was worth it. And that, you guys, is what drove me to show up on video, to start a blog, to write a book, to create um, a business. I was terrified. I had a huge imposter syndrome. I had a hard time when I first started even looking at myself in the mirror, taking pictures. When I say I had body image issues, I had major body image issues. But I did it anyways because I knew I needed to practice putting myself out there in order to get over caring about what people thought and if I could get over caring what people thought I could learn to show up for the people who I needed to get in front of who I could help who would would be loved on by me and along the way the I realized that no one was judging me anyways but I had to just put myself out there even though I was scared and you do it and as you do it you learn wait no I practice getting over what people think by taking action on the things that scare me on the things I think that they will judge me for to prove to myself that no one's really judging me the way I think that they are. And you know why they, we think that they're judging the, us so so harshly? Is because we have created this dialogue of self-talk in our minds that is so critical of ourselves, our whole lives, that we assume that people are thinking the same way about ourselves. But think about your own internal self-talk. You, you probably aren't thinking as critically about other people as you think about yourself. So flip the script. It works the same way the other way. Number eight, love this. I want you to Eleanor Roosevelt it. Do one thing every day that scares you. And so that goes into putting yourself out there. But doing one thing every day that scares you, whether other people know about it or not, is a great way to practice courage. And I guess if, that's a, if I were to summarize in a nutshell how to really care less about what people think, have the, you can care less about what people think when you choose to have the courage to be yourself. So how do you do that? Well, you, you, you start teaching yourself that you are courageous, that you, my friend, are brave, that you are bold, and that you're filled with courage. And you do that by practicing it every day in small ways, in small ways. Maybe you write a thank you. Maybe, maybe you, you send me an email. That scares you. Good. Do it anyway. Maybe you ask somebody about your business. You ask for that sale. You put your blog up. You have a conversation with your husband and say, we need to rebuild this thing. Let's, let's, let's get in therapy. Let's go on a date. Do one thing, small or big, every day that scares you. Number nine, ask and accept help. Seek coaching, seek therapy, get in, uh, read books and ask for help. Accept the help. Like when your husband says, do you want me to help? Yes. Don't be a hero. I'm learning this like all the time. Because sometimes it's just easier to just do it on your own, right? But it's not. The more you can say it's, it's good to work together, the more you're going to be open to accepting help on the bigger things, a coach, a community, therapy, books, um, more podcasts. And then number 10, be your own friend. Learn to like yourself. We spend more time with ourselves than with anyone else in the world. 
We are always in our own brains. We are always, when we read a book, it's someone else's words, but it's still our voice. So, so if you really want to get over what people think of you, we've got to learn to like yourself. You've got to learn to start being kind to yourself. You've got to learn how to start being your own friend. And you do that with a lot of different ways. Self-care, having adventures, learning, getting to know yourself, which leads me to why it's important to talk about the power behind being you. You guys have heard, well, maybe you haven't. If you're new to the show, you've not maybe heard my tagline. I close every show with my tagline for my business, which is be you, be free. And for me, what that means is by, because it's, for me, it was a true experience of when I found out, I finally figured out that it was, I had permission to just be myself, that all I needed to be was Trish Blackwell. And that that would give me freedom. I had spent so many years trying to imitate, trying to live up to expectations, trying to achieve, 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 trying to be enough, trying to be pretty enough and look different and skinny enough and this and wishing that I was anybody but who I was. It was so, it was exhausting. I mean, it was exhausting to think about. But when I finally realized that the secret to confidence, the secret to happiness, the secret to success was just saying, I'm enough, that that gave me freedom. When I said I was enough, that's where I found freedom and healing from my eating disorder. When I was enough, that's how I started saying, whoa, I, can, I don't have to keep performing and trying to be perfect. That's where I started to find freedom from perfectionism. So I spent so many years not being fully me out of fear and it kept me sidelined. And so when you think about freedom, I want to inspire you to, to really want to, it's hard. This is, it's not easy to, to figure out who you are, to say, I'm going to be me. Like, that's awesome. Don't you wish it was just like a sticker you could slap on yourself? It's not, it's going to take a lot of journaling. You might even a lot of listening to things on repeat, reading books over and over again, wrestling with God trying out new things and seeing if they if you like them or not you know putting yourself out there and doing what scares you and then you're going to figure out what you like you're going to figure out who you are you're going to learn your strengths you're going to you know it's an exciting adventure so I want you to look at it as an adventure and then as you do that I want you to think about what it would feel like to be free what would it feel like to be free from perfectionism what would it feel like to be free from anxiety or from emotional eating or from constantly second-guessing yourself or feeling overwhelmed or not enough. So for me, the I had a vision of what freedom really felt like. Because otherwise, if we don't really know what it feels like, it's kind of like, well, I mean, I go for it. But you can't really believe in it until you know it exists. And so you can't believe that you can really be free from caring what people think until you know it exists. And you know what image I get? The image I th- have when I think of freedom is the sound of music. I'm talking Austrian hills, singing, the hills are alive. My arms out, swirling and twirling in a big, beautiful dress, and running down the mountain singing, the, the hills are alive. So when I add that, that to me is this, that's freedom. Mountaintop freedom, yellow flowers blooming everywhere. You know, like, it's beautiful. It's light. It's joyful. I really believe life can be like that all the time. So how do you make your hills alive? What does freedom look like and feel like and taste like to you? And that's how we're going to be free. That's what, that's what we're going for. We do that by being ourselves, which now leads us to how do you figure out who you are? Okay, I got a couple ways. Good news. The good news for you is I've walked through this. And also, you guys, I feel like I was a pretty lost cause. So if I can do this, I know that you can too, <laughs> like for sure. So how do you figure out how to be you? Well, identify exactly who and what you are holding back. 
And then I want to ask you, what story do you tell yourself that people say about you or will say about you? We've got to figure out what you're so afraid of that people might think. But then here's a more fun approach. I want you to identify what is it that makes your heart sing? And you know what I need? I really recommend for my, my coaching clients and my folks in the College of Confidence? It's to start dating yourself. Go back to who you were as a kid and start having fun. Figure out what you like to do, what you don't like to do, what kind of books you like, what kind of movies you like, what you don't like, what food. Go and just have this open, judgment-free opportunity to explore you. And look for clues. Look for what what is it that makes your heart come alive? What is it that you can lose your yourself just doing for hours? What was said to me when I was doing this process was identify what makes your heart sing. What is it that makes your heart sing and start doing more of that? And then as you learn who you are and you're second guessing it, I also want you to think about this, that it's okay to be different and respect that we all have different opinions. And, and, and that the more you get to figure out who you are, and I look at, I kind of talk about this as a fourth bucket, and I'll explain that in a second. What you need to do to fill that bucket, the more you're going to start filling that bucket. So a lot of us have three buckets that we look at. We look at our, our ourselves as a person, as a um, spouse, so a husband or a wife. We look at ourselves as a professional, so whether we, whatever we do for a living. And I also want you to know, I hundred percent believe a, st- a stay-at-home mom or dad is a full-time living, right? So um, we look at who we are in relation to our relationship. We look at what we do, and then we look at ourselves as a parent or as a friend. But so, so, so Trish, I've got Trish as a mom, Trish as a wife, Trish as a parent. That's the same thing as a mom. <laughs> mom brain. <laughs> so not, I'm not even going to edit that out because that's the real, real. Trish, Trish is a wife, mom, business owner. What about the fourth Trish? What about just Trish? What about just Trish? That's my fourth bucket. So I want you to think about what is your fourth bucket? And, and filling the bucket of other people's expectations is like filling a bottomless bucket. It's never ending. You're trying to fill. So when we strive to for other and do things based around what other people think of us or what they may or may not think because we can't control, um, we, we think we can control this and we're doing our, we're modifying ourselves and our actions based on something we cannot control in someone else. And we're trying to, we're pouring all of our energy, filling this imaginary bucket we think that they have. And in that bucket is a hole and it just keeps going out. So it's never ending. Instead, the process of getting to know you and pouring into your own fourth bucket is a shift and a transfer of energy. I want you to figure out what that fourth bucket looks like. Who is that person? What makes your heart sing? What are your opinions? What are your values? What are your, your preferences? Who makes you laugh? What style of, of calligraphy do you like? What's your favorite color? I mean, let's get basic and complex. What do you believe? Who do you think God is? I want you to just figure out what that fourth bucket is. What do you enjoy doing? Do you like red wine or do you prefer white wine? Or do you not like wine at all? Then fill that bucket. Fill that bucket, fill that bucket, fill that bucket. And and as you learn to get to be you, 
it's so freeing also because what it does is the shift of control. We stop go- from going from trying to control other people's opinions and we shift it back to something we can control. It's like the serenity prayer. Help me control what I can and let go of what I cannot. And so the process of learning to stop caring what people think is to let go of what you do not have control over. You are not responsible for people's opinions. You're not responsible for their choices You're not, or their decisions or their actions. And you certainly cannot control their opinions. So focus on controlling what you can. And what you can control is, is being the best version of you possible. Well, how do you be the best version of you? You figure out who the, the initial version of you is, the base version, the fourth bucket. And we start filling that bucket. And, so, and you guys, filling the bucket also means self-care. It means self-compassion. It means kindness. It means taking the bath and taking a nap instead of going to do something productive. It means honoring the fact that you're a human being who needs to recharge, a human being who needs a break, a human being who doesn't have to constantly live in a way just to prove themselves and their worth. Because I'm here to tell you, you, you are enough. You are enough. And when you know that you're enough, that is when you can start having freedom to be free from any of these shackles that are holding you and keeping you chained to a half life. I know you have such so much ahead of you, and so much joy and so much swirling on the top of a mountaintop with the hills are alive and singing with a sound of music. But it starts with you knowing to control what you can, get to be a friend to yourself, and then really just go do something every day that scares you. And when you find the ability to be you, you will have power there. There is power behind being you. And let me read through this list just one more time. 10 ways to care less about what people think of you. Number one, learn to value what's important to you. Number two, simplify your thinking. Know when you're overthinking. Number three, get the right tribe. Surround yourself with good people. Number four, stop apologizing. Number five, remember that no one really cares. Number six, you can't please everyone, so stop wasting your energy trying. Number seven, practice putting yourself out there and being your true self. Number eight, do one thing every day that scares you. Number nine, accept help. Number 10, be your own friend. You guys, just um, one quick announcement before we go into our listener of the episode. We are closing the doors. You heard me mention this before. September 30th is the last day of 2018 to be able to join the College of Confidence. And we won't reopen those doors till 2019. So if you know that you want more support, more Trish, more growth in your life, then stop what you're doing and come join us today. It takes just two minutes to register. It's canceled at any time. So hop on over to trishblackwell.com forward slash college and let's leverage your confidence and courage into crazy dream chasing together. And oh, if you're curious, by the way, we are diving deep as a group around the concept of mastering your personal story this month. In particular, we've got some great coaching calls, some um, one-on-one connections we've got lined up, and we are doing coaching on how to tell your story with more confidence, how to maximize your story for business growth, how to believe that your story is worth telling, and how to pull power and positivity from your personal story. This is a great place to start if you're really trying to figure out who are you, how do you be you? How do you master your story? And how do you find that freedom to shine and let go of all these other pressures you're putting on yourself? Then, and then the rest of the year, we're going to be talking about finding freedom from others' opinions. The entire month, you guys, legitimately, the entire month of October in the College of Confidence, we are talking about how to be free from what other people think. So if this episode resonated with you today, uh, you know where you need to be. <laughs> Let's just say it like that. We're, we're going to be talking about in October 
finding freedom from others' opinions. In November, we're talking about really getting unstuck from whatever it is that's holding us back. And number in, in December, we're going to be talking about mastering what overwhelms or intimidates you. Doors close at the end of the month. The sooner you start, the sooner you grow, the sooner you find how to thrive and shine as you. Don't miss out. TrishBlackwell.com forward slash college. Now, our listener of the episode is, it's a screen name. So I'm sorry, I don't know your whole name, but it's Rara. Rara wrote in iTunes. And so that's why they're getting a shout out. Thank you so much. I'm in love. They said, I'm in love with this podcast. I'm a newbie to podcasts as a whole and was looking for one to work my own worth and on reducing my devalued feelings and thoughts. I now listen daily. I find my brain automatically and involuntarily hearing Trisha's voice redirecting my thoughts when a negative one flutters into my mind. I highly recommend this podcast if you want more happiness in your life. Bravo. And rah-rah, bravo to you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You guys... Reviews like this keep me going. It makes me want to show up when my energy is low. It makes me just, it, it fills my soul. It makes my heart come alive. This makes my soul sing. So thank you, Rara. Thank you for taking the time to listen, to write a review, to subscribe, and to share the love. And you guys, please share the love. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Trish underscore Blackwell there. Send a screenshot of listening to the episode. I love seeing who's out there listening and love getting to retweet you, add you, add you to not retweet, that's Twitter. Regram you, adding you to my story and getting to connect in a more authentic and real way with you. So, um, and by the way, again, if you haven't yet written a review on iTunes, love, love, be so touched if you did that. Hit that subscribe button. My goal, I've got a big goal to grow this podcast and really help more people. And I want to remind you guys, only 50% of people know how to find a podcast. So if you recommend the show to a friend, just take their phone and walk them through. And that means any show of any kind. There's such a wealth of information in podcasts. And, and you know, it's this, it's available to everyone. And so many people don't know it's out there. So love on someone, pay it forward, introduce them to podcasts and tell them a few of your favorites. And I think you, you are going to be investing in them in a life changing way. And it takes just two minutes. Guys, I love the love that you have for one another, the love that you're growing for yourself. And please don't ever doubt that that passion, that dream, that vision that's on your heart and the way you start as you just start taking a step to go do that. Go chase that dream. You are an action taker and dream chaser. Now go out there today. Go be more of who you are. Be you. Be free. Thanks for listening. You can get more confidence resources at trishblackwell.com. If you loved the show, let me know by writing a review on iTunes and by connecting with me on the gram at trish underscore blackwell. You can take your confidence to the next level for free by downloading my detox devotional. The detox devotional is five days of five minute devotions to inspire joy, infuse you with confidence and help you own the truth that God loves you deeply. Now be more, be free, be you, and be here for next week's show. I'll see you then.